0: Maybe getting ready to say goodbye to the law foo, but that doesn't mean it's time to say goodbye to Trailblazer Talk. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Andrew. Hello. you. Ayo. Hey, and Tony. Hey. <laughs> so uh, today we're mostly going to be focused on just the 1.3 main story quest. So we're really going to be going through a review of that content. Uh, we're not going to be touching on anything about like the uh, upcoming events, uh, any of the companion missions, just the core story. Or RM Alley. Or, or, yeah, n- none of the RM Alley stuff. We're considering that part of the uh, event segment as part of 1.3. So if you haven't finished that main story, go back, finish that up, then join us for today's episode. But before we get into the 1.3 story, we do want to bring in some news of a, a brand new event that just came out today, uh, the Simulated Universe Swarm content. And we are going to chat just a little bit about it because there's no story to this. <laughs> I mean, there might be like some some lore buried in
1: there, but it, I mean, it is just uh, it's just a really uh, cool enhancement that they've made to the um, Simulated Universe to make it a little bit more roguelike and a little bit more... Um, just kind of, uh, adding a lot of, of randomness to, to what you're doing. And, uh, the, 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 if, if you haven't had a chance yet to play it, I highly encourage it. The biggest, uh, the, the coolest things that I, I felt were, um, you know, additional, uh, these things called path, uh, oh man, what was the word for them? Not path resonances, but path like inter interoperability things where like, if you're on the path of destruction and you get path resonance for for destruction and then you get three um, blessings of another path it, it enhances your path resonance like uh, with an additional special ability it's wicked cool. so like if you get like three destruction and three preservation now you're now you'll when you do the path resonance you get like a shield when you do the the, the path resonance. So th- things like that I-, I just thought that was wicked cool um the the new enemies are actually wicked neat. they're these like it's kind of surreal they're these like giant bug-like creatures uh it makes sense because we're talking about a swarm um i thought it was just a-, a blast when i ran through it today um I- there's so i there's so much content as part of it i barely scratched the surface i mean i just ran through like the basic introductory um quest. Uh, but I I uh, would highly encourage everyone to check it out. It was um, I thought they, they kind of like uh turned the simulated universe into overdrive and really made it something that I could totally see just being fun to replay over and over again.
0: And if, if people are pulling out their phones right now to go uh, check out the uh, swarm content, what was that they need to do to kick that all off?
1: So it's, it's Hidden. I, I actually it, I, I couldn't figure out at first, but if you go into like the events. It'll send you to do a specific quest. So there's like a like a, a quest that you have to do, one of the blue quests, and you just go to the simulated universe uh, room, Herta's office, and talk to Herta. And she's like, "Hey, we got this new thing we want you to check out." Uh, and so it's it there's there's uh, the thing that blew me away. There's new ble- there's new uh, blessings. There's new curios. There's new events. Uh, there's additional interactions with the eons that you can unlock. So like just a ton of additional content for the simulated universe. This is, this is not just like World 8. This is like, it's almost like a whole parallel kind of version of the simulated universe that's very different. The biggest, the biggest thing is, you know, whereas on the main simulated universe, you're pretty much locked down to kind of like the stages you can go into. You have a choice every so often where you can go, I think this is meant to feel much more open-ended and you can like modify where you're going and what you're doing and you can enhance certain things or change certain things as part of the map as you're going. So I thought that was pretty
0: nifty. Seems like it'll be a fun event. You know, the the, the more I think about Herta in general, the, the more I feel like She's just basically like a dungeon master that's just begging people. It's like, hey, want to come play in my D&D game this weekend? Like, I promise it will be fun. Yeah, I actually, (laughs) as I was doing this, I will say that her personality
1: came out a little bit more. Yeah. So I I actually, um, oh, and there's, I won't give it away, but there is a, uh, uh, so some of the addition, other people working on the simulated universe make an appearance, which is kind of cool. Uh, cause it's not just her as if you remember from the initial uh, description of who was working on it. And um yeah, it, it, it just uh, I forget where I was going with this. I totally forgot, but yeah, there's there's uh, oh, her her just personality. Um, you you know she's she's kind of jaded in her own way, but she also it's interesting to see what gets her excited. you know what I mean? Like, I just find that really fascinating. and i and I almost wish she was um, more of a prevalent character in the game uh right now she's pretty much just the dungeon master like you said for the simulated universe but she hasn't played a role in like the the bigger you know story and i kind of would like to get to know her a little bit
2: i was just gonna say we did get to see a little bit about her in the well at least maybe she was slightly more involved in Silverwolf's companion quest yes yes that's true
3: yeah i'd just love to see more of her in general too to be honest she's a really interesting character and she's kind of a weirdo, and I love that for
1: her <laughs> she's she's definitely a weirdo is is an apt description. I think all <laughs> the members of the genius society, I, I, I'm fascinated by that group. Uh, yes, because I'm, so I'm not really sure what to make of them, like
3: yeah, Sam.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they're um they're just an interesting I mean, I guess the the closest analog I could think of is like Mensa but kind of not really, like, right? Like, it, it, <laughs> obviously, it's, like, super, super, like, super brilliant, but also, like, accomplished. You can't just be smart and take a test. And, like, these are, like, world-renowned people who have these major, major accomplishments. Think of, like, you know, like, worldwide-known researchers and things like that. But all of them have also this, like, very... um interesting dynamic or personality these are not i don't think i don't know that you could get to um be a member of the genius society unless you brought something unique and and and, uh interesting to the group because they're if you think about it they are very uh just fascinating individuals
0: absolutely now it does seem that the the genius society has a lot more sway though than just something like a, a group like mensa Oh, because yeah. the, the IPC, like, is, you know, c- concerned about them, right? Like, there's there's some amount of, like, treaty or whatever between them and the Genius Society, I believe? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I, I'm trying to recall what it was. I know that
1: Herta doesn't... I remember her talking about it at one point. She mentions the IPC and that there's kind of this, like, weird relationship between the two. Um I, I, my, my gut says it's more about like, it's it's the Genius Society is very powerful given who's in it. And mm-hmm. some of the members of the Genius Society have other roles in, in the world that are also have power. And so I suspect that um, they are considered somewhat of a player in, uh, you know, in, in universe politics or whatnot because of just the individuals involved and the connections that they have.
0: So, so it's like, it's like they're the Illuminati, but everyone knows that they exist. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that, that's,
1: that's actually a really good, I think that's true. I think honestly, I, that's
3: accurate. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think it's, I think that's what they are. They're kind of the, like, we're the, we're the people that kind of run everything in the background and have a ton of influence, but we're not like necessarily all elected or, you know, leaders of, of certain, but they just have influence and uh, like her, and either fabulously wealthy or just so brilliantly smart that they can kind of accomplish whatever they want. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a I, I'm kind of excited for us to, to learn more about the Genius Society at some point. I also feel like maybe like some
2: of the geniuses have actually done like bad things to like the universe as a whole in the past. Like, I'm not a hippos, sure, but I think one of them like tried to exterminate all life or something and caused like a giant crisis. I think he might have originally been a genius member, but I'm not
0: sure i mean one, one of the members of the genius society also started killing other members of the genius society as well so uh, you know i th- i think that they're 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 very smart they're very powerful and they're not a force of good and i don't know that they're necessarily united
1: the way like other organizations would be you know like you think of like these are these are brilliant people all hobnobbing with each other but they all definitely have their own agendas right like, they're a fellowship. There, yeah, yeah. Like Herta is trying to do this thing with the simulated universe, and she's got some of her associates to assist her with this. But I don't know that she that like this is like a I wouldn't call this like a Genius Society project, right? This, this is just something that some of her, of her and her associates are doing, and there are probably other loose associations of people doing other things, which may or may not
0: conflict with what everyone else is starting to
1: do. So I, I don't think that there's necessarily like central leadership.
0: I suspect either when um, we we start to get some of the other members of the Genius Society, like as playable characters, people like Screwlem, or when we, you know, I, I think it's inevitable we're eventually going to get a hair to uh, five star. Uh, like probably when those things happen, that's when we'll start to get the the, the deeper Genius Society story. A her to five star would make a ton of sense.
3: I personally think that we'll get more on the Genius Society when we get more within the IPC. Like, I think it'll coincide together.
0: Mm. Yeah, that that makes sense, because that could start to, like, uh, expose some of the intrigue happening within the IPC itself. and What what the relationships between them?
3: Yeah, they could build off of each other really easily, I think. Um, Especially... Well, I guess we'll get to that soonish. <laughs> what we're talking about, actually. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, uh, speaking of new places, new worlds, uh, why don't we shift over to the patch one point three main story? I, I just want to start by saying that this one point three story was just what I wanted as part of one point two. Like there was, there was finality, there was closure. This 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 is the thing that I, I I was I was waiting for, and maybe this is just what makes episodic gameplay so so, so challenging. What what was what was other people's like ten thousand foot view on on the story?
3: I found it weird that it was by itself in a patch. Like it mm-hmm. really did not feel like it should be by itself in a patch. <laughs> um, because you're right, it it closed up a lot of things. It was. Very emotional. I think that's actually probably the most emotion we've gotten out of the um, the entire, like, story quest here. Um, I just, I, I don't know. It was very, like, it, it just had a good tone to it, and it carried through on a lot of things. It felt very odd that they made us wait for, and it wasn't that long of a story. It took me, I think, 45 minutes to play through.
1: Yeah, it was short. It was uh, really I- short. <laughs> I don't understand what they were thinking. To be totally honest with you, like I think I would have liked, like when I played the 1.2 story, my frustration was, this happened, what it it happened so abruptly, and I wasn't sure what was going on, and like what next, like it just it felt like we stopped in the middle of something, and then they released the 1.3 content, and I'm frustrated that it was like so short. Yeah. But if they had just released it all at once and just had no story content for 1.3, I think I would have been more satisfied. I just think it was them trying to split it up was not not. Uh, I yeah. Way to do it.
3: I agree with you. I don't think they should have split it up. And I also, I mean, we don't need story in every single patch. It, we're mm-hmm. getting other things. People, there are still plenty of players who haven't even completed the story stuff yet, uh, who started pretty early on. And I mean, we're not that far into this game's life cycle. It's only been a couple of months, not even six months yet. Like, I just, I feel that was a little bit of a weird choice for sure, but I really enjoyed, like, it it also kind of closed the door on Ting Yun as a character, which is, like, Ting Yun, which is really interesting to me, that they basically, like, close deal, that's it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Are you, are we, I mean, I don't know, this, I have so many questions about this, it doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah, why we when we start with with Tingyun then, because yeah. I think in many ways, one point three was a patch about just saying goodbye, right? And Yeah. Like, Tingyun Ting saying goodbye to Tingyun was a big part of that.
1: Did we? Here's my confusion. Did we ever meet Tingyun the real person? And if so, or and if so, when did? She, when did they, when was there a swap? You know what I mean? Like, I, because it seemed to be implying that we never met her. And that she just never, which is the last time she came back on the planet, maybe she was I, already,
3: I yeah, a different person. That was kind of my impression was that we never knew Ting Yun as she was supposed to be.
1: Which makes me wonder who the heck is my companion?
3: <laughs> like, the playable character. Like, that we I have. mean, like,
1: I want, I, I understand. That the playable characters are not really there, like in, in, when you're playing as them. Like, it's not, I, I, it's, you know, there's some suspension of disbelief. But I like to think that these are my friends that I'm going along with and doing stuff. It's just really hard to be like, not only is this person someone you've never met, but num- you won't never meet now because they're dead. Like, it just, it's, I don't know, I just you don't Fire like the it.
3: balls on. <laughs> for that, ah, I... Honestly, like it's, it's impressive to just come out and do that to a character that people have in their inventory already. Like, I, I'm just impressed.
0: <laughs> I still think that there's a real hope, though, that Ting Yoon is going to come back.
3: It would be awesome,
0: <laughs> yeah. That as we went through that whole story segment where we're meeting people whose lives Ting Yoon had touched. Like, we're, we're understanding more about this person that I really believe could only have been uh, a, a different person, right? Like, the the real Ting because there's just such amount of, like, empathy and caring that I don't believe that that would actually be, um...
3: Doppelganger? Replacement?
0: Like, I, I, I don't think that there's any reason that Fantilia would have done these things. And, um...
3: Yeah, i I do agree with that.
1: Oh, you mean like that? Fanti- that that Tingyun was always Fantilia? Is that the idea? Like, th- yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, because I I think yeah, there there is a point that Tingyun was just her, but there's enough recency in some of those stories where like the different people that we're talking to and interacted with, like I don't know, I I, I wonder if maybe Ting Yun has not been gone for as long of a time as we think. And there's still going to be an opportunity to like rescue her. Right. Like we, we already, we already saw, you know, Ting Yoon the gray, maybe we're going to see Ting Yun the white come back better than ever. I think it would be really cool. If in, like,
3: if in like, say like, a while like a couple of story patches from now at least we oh, yeah. get an opportunity to rescue her i think that would be really cool and kind of reframe this whole story quest in a very interesting way because i know we've talked about in the past how we were pretty kind of disappointed in a lot of ways by this story um especially compared to Bellabog, which was just much better self-contained um i think it would reframe everything that we've done here and it would just be very cool to see it come back in such a meaningful way where we get to save her and basically revisit the ship and return her to her rightful home
2: uh, i just wanted to point out that, like if she was dead this would mean that she's the only character who might not have a companion quest associated with which would be kind of interesting on its own
3: that is true as well
1: <laughs> hmm
2: Like she didn't die before we got her. Like if she's dead, she she's dead before we got her companion quest. And what do we get? Like a hologram of her? Like this was who she was? Would be kind of weird, but
1: also doable. Well, I think I think if we get a companion quest, I know what it is now. It's the rescue,
0: right? Like that's that's got to be what it is. Oh, that's fantastic. That would be nice. (laughs) I mean, that would make a that, that would that would be so satisfying. And that that. One of the things that I think is a real opportunity for that type of rescue, right, is because she was an, an Amicaster, right? So she's going to different far off worlds to bring back like some of these goods. Like that's what we saw from these interactions. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Fantilia had captured her on mm-hmm. some other world when she was just out trying to establish trade mm-hmm. and things like that. And then we'll we'll show up and we'll start to expose some of those uh, threads and find out that, yeah, Ting Yun had been abducted at some point and we get to rescue her. I, I love that.
3: Yeah.
1: Mahoya,
0: listen.
3: <laughs> if you listen to us at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely think that there are some, definitely more than like Bellabog too, but definitely more than Bellabog where there's definitely some threads here that feel that they're, that they're, that, are left unpulled, I guess I would say. It, it, like, I know that that sounds like the story's over, but I feel like there's so much more here I want to dig into and, and really understand on the, on the, um, Lafu. Like, it just, yeah, it, to me, I, it, it almost I, still <laughs> feels like it's not over, right? Like, there's still, there's still more here. There's still more to uncover. Because I feel like we didn't get the whole story. Uh, and obviously we didn't, because, because we still don't know anything about Luocha. And we don't know what his deal with. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to spoil. Well, they it were in here, certainly, but...
3: yeah, they were
1: certainly it.
0: No, we'll get to that section a little bit. Why don't, why don't we? Yeah, save save that bit as we go on because there's a lot to touch there too. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think even even if that story thread never gets continued, there was enough finality. There was enough like closure there that it's it's like when. Sort of like when a TV series ends at a point where, like, it's it's satisfying enough, but there's still room for another season in the future. Like, that's where I think, for me, Ting Yoon got, got left. And for a character that I liked so much, I was happy to be able to, you know, s- say goodbye. Uh, s- speaking of just other goodbyes, um, one of the things that we were doing as part of this 1.3 patch is getting to go around and tell everyone that like, hey, we, we finished what we came here to do. Like, we've done it. We can continue on. We got to, uh, you know, talk to all the different people that we met along the way, chat and and say goodbye. Did, did any of those um, conversations stick out for people? Or maybe were there any characters that were harder to say goodbye for you?
1: I think I struggled with was there, I, I think there, this was like an optional step in the quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you supposed to go talk to these people?
2: Good question, because I couldn't find all of them. Yeah, I couldn't either. Like, I found a few in the, was it, the divine yeah. place. And then, like, like, they're all hidden. Like, you had to really go hunting down. They were definitely not on the map.
0: Yeah, I was aggravated about that as well. So I, I was very patient, and I, I hunted them all down until it no longer said optional.
3: Wow! Look
1: at
0: you. Uh, so you <laughs> knew when you
1: finished, okay?
0: That we're... makes yeah.
3: sense. I see. I should have done that too. I just didn't have the time.
1: <laughs> so tell us what were the what were the 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 best um, if you for those of for those of who are left out there who didn't uh, finish that part yet. Like, are there what were the most uh, interesting uh, conversations you had?
0: I think one of the conversations that, that I liked was uh, the, the conversation with uh, Fushuan, right? Where her conversation was really about like, you know, this this isn't goodbye. Like we're we're still going to see each other. These these things aren't aren't sort of coming to closure. And it, it was interesting how I think from Fushuan it was almost sort of a, a, a denial, where it's like we don't have to say goodbye. Like goodbyes are hard, right? But. Uh, uh, stell can say, like, but, you know, we we are leaving. This this is goodbye for now. Like, you have to recognize that. So I, I, I did appreciate that we maybe got to see a, a, a different side of those characters where maybe Fushuan is trying to maybe be a little bit tougher and at least my stell is being a bit softer in that sort of case. Yeah, trying to think what are some of the other i'm looking at
1: them now i actually found it on the on the wiki Mm -hmm. so there's yang king uh yukong uh sushang
0: oh yeah sushang's was uh funny because just like hello and she's like hi Do, (laughs) do i know you it's like i'm going now it's like uh okay there were there were <laughs> have, a lot. <laughs>
1: fun with that <laughs> what was great about that is is there i i didn't get to do this but i did see the memes on reddit uh i don't know if you saw this but there's obviously you 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 if you said bye to her like this and she doesn't know who you are she's like all right see you later uh not to spoil anything, but, like, literally the first thing you do in the RM Alley event is go see Sushan. So it's like, goodbye, see ya! And then, like, one minute later, hello!
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh, my yeah. God.
0: Yeah, like, you, even when you talk to her, it's, it's just, just like, you know, I'm, I'm friends with Don Hung. It's just like, oh, yeah, that guy. And she'll, of course, re- refer to him as whatever uh, cool name you decided for uh, Don Hung. So uh, whether he's a uh, cold dragon, young or uh, silent but deadly, which is what mm-hmm. my uh, also <laughs> me ...or or was. Well, or, uh, now, now I'm I'm sort of drawing a blank, but you you've got the list in front of you. I've got the letter I'm, I'm, good-bye. Sorry,
1: I'm, ready. I'm ready. so Yan King, Yu Kong, Sheng, Ching Ching Kui, uh, who wants to you to play Celestial Jade, Bailu, Lu, Fu Xuan, and then I don't even know who this is. Xiao Shaw you? Who is Xiao you?
0: Oh yeah, no, that that one. Okay. So that is the little blind girl that you um what? talk to. And if you miss that, it's a it's a shame because there's I I actually wanted to go back and read through. You can either sort of um be nice to her cuz one of the things that she asks you is where's Don Shu? Oh, and, God, yes. and you can yeah and you can either be like well you know she's she's gone away for a long time or you can just be like she's dead and even huh. then she's like oh um, so like is that like when what's dead <laughs> is that when you go away for a long time and you can't come back like like mommy and daddy. Oh, and that's just like, so and it's, it's, it's so sad. sad. And you can, I hate uh, that. Yeah, and you can even reply to that as, as like, you know, yeah, she's not going to come back. You'd be like, she was a wanted criminal. She was a total... Oh, God, criminal. you could just yeah.
3: ruin this child's life.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and and if you do do that conversation, you can also then go talk to the people that bullied her. And you can just be like, What's up jerks? I'm part of the Sanctus Medicus and if you're mean to her, I'm going to come and like eat your family.
3: <laughs> oh my god. I see.
0: Uh so now, now now that you are reminding me that was my favorite uh, uh quest. <laughs> Do not
2: Cross Um <laughs>
0: uh so yeah, no, I I you missed out. And may, maybe that was maybe that was a bit of a failing of that quest where you kind of had to seek out the cool story, but I was pretty patient and I had a good idea of who were the people I wanted to talk to. And In fact, there were some people that I was disappointed that I couldn't talk to. Um, like there's that one little boy that you can uh, chat with who had snuck abo- aboard the, uh, the law foo with that woman who had temporarily left the law foo like illegally as a long life species. And then they captured her or whatever. Uh, I talked to that little boy and it's like, Hey, I'm leaving. It's just like, Nope, I'm going to keep talking about the other story. Um, yeah.
1: The other people, I mean, are beating who,
0: Oh yeah, no dating. <laughs> yeah. I talked to him too. Yeah. <laughs> Master Gong Shu.
1: And, uh, that's it. That's everybody.
0: Deeding mm. even has a little quest. Um, if you uh talk talk to Deeding, uh he'll like lead you around and he, of course you don't get to understand him because March isn't with you. Uh, but he'll walk you over to a little treasure chest. And that, that was that's nice. adorable. Oh man, that's a bummer and I missed out on that.
3: Yeah, yeah and,
0: and I guess you don't maybe you don't get to do them again either. Like I Oh and and I got um and you can get a profile picture. Oh yeah, yeah no. You also get a profile pic. So I, I and and I changed my profile picture to eating. Okay, I'm gonna go find. Oh, that sucks. So am I never getting this? I don't know. That would stink. Ah, um, oh, and that. Oh, is that the actually missable content? I like wonder. Content? Warning
3: for everyone listening to us. Both are dating.
0: Well, this is, that, this, not that's This is an interesting challenge, right? Yeah, because we don't know that. And uh, because we don't modify to be, as historically, we haven't modified that part of the the podcast. We don't have a good way to be like, "Hey, uh, you can screw everything up and like miss a piece of content forever." Um, we should try to I, test it for next yeah. week. We'll
3: test it for next week, and we'll let you know.
1: <laughs> Maybe yeah, kind of I can mean, also I can figure it out. So I'm reading. Everything I'm reading seems to indicate it's only available during that
3: it's skippable okay yeah we'll we'll do some tests and we'll we'll get back to you listeners but um careful apparently
1: (laughs) it goes way out of their way to make things not missable like it's yeah so i'd be surprised if there's no way to do it
0: if it turns out it is missable and you have an opinion on whether we should spoil this sort of thing for you in advance, uh, you could email us at trailblazer.talk.podcast at <laughs> gmail.com, uh, message us on Twitter at Star Rail Podcast, or you could even leave a comment uh, on Spotify, at least. We we read the Spotify comments because they're really easy to like look at. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you straight up, if you're leaving comments on Other providers, uh, I'm not reading them at least, so I'm sorry. Uh, I only read the Spotify stuff. Sorry, Apple users. (laughs) (laughs) Do you
1: think, do you think the listener base would be interested in joining us on discord? They might be. I don't even know if that's, I don't know if that's something that we want to throw out there, but we, the, this group interacts on discord. I, I wonder if it would be intriguing for you know to have some kind of real-time chat you know going on with the with the listener community um anyway just throwing that idea out there if if you're interested and you would join a trailblazer talk discord
0: maybe email us and let us know
3: yeah yes
0: we'll keep an eye out so uh maybe outside of like saying goodbye uh to friends there's also maybe saying goodbye to the whole reason we came here remember that (laughs) <laughs> sealing the wolf yeah yes sealing the Stellaron. so simple question did we seal the Stellaron? no <laughs> so I, that was
1: very easy to miss that we didn't actually seal it by the way
0: oh it yeah it was like' it's, it's just it's a it's a, a random conversation off to the side it's just like oh yeah because uh well belts like oh yeah uh do you want us to help you find the Stellaron inside the Ambrosial Arbor? Because, like, it's kind of tucked away in there. And they're like, eh, you know, we'll figure it out. About 30 years. What? Whereas th- we have th- you know, the Stellaron ceiling years.
2: <laughs> experts, like the, the best experts in the galaxy, perhaps, even, for sealing Stellarons. And nope, we don't want your help.
1: Yeah, it was so bizarre.
0: What is what is up with long-life species? Like, so, if you know, back in the 80s, remember the 80s? I remember the 80s. You could order from Domino's, and it was something like, I don't know, if you didn't get your pizza in, like, three minutes, it was free, and they had to legislate that out by Congress because people were dying. How long does it take to get a pizza delivered on the Law Foo? Like... Do I put the pizza on layaway and like it comes in a month or two from now if they're cool with the Stellaron for thirty years? Like,
3: <laughs> it is um an interesting tidbit that it's just gonna sit there for a while and they don't seem too pressed about it.
2: I'm sure there's no long
0: term ramifications for this at all, and we will not none
3: whatsoever. <laughs>
0: It makes me wonder how long it takes for the Steleron corruption and corrosion to occur then and like how quickly it moves. Because we, we saw just the, the Ambrosial Arbor go from nothing to just like, it's on, bam. And I, I think we saw some similar elements of the Steleron corruption on... Um, Herta's space station, right? Because that's why there's, like, some of those jagged shard stuff. I, th- I think that's the case.
2: The fragmentation or fragmented, uh... yeah, I
0: Yeah, because I thought, like, yeah, because the, the Stellarons create the fragmentum stuff. So, like, that's that's why we see, like, the fragmentum things, like, really bad on, um, uh, in, in uh, Uralo 6. And we're starting to see some of that, like, corru- like corruption within the, uh... The Heritage Space Station? Like, I don't know. How how long, how rapidly does this stuff expand? Like.
2: Well, I mean,
0: Bellolog
1: was uh, suffering from this for a very long time.
3: A very, very long time, yeah.
1: The Eternal Freeze helped kind of slow it down, I think. That's for too. It was actually going to be much worse. And they, like, Godzilla Threshold
2: calling call the big guns and, it, you know, nuked most of the planet in the forever winter, but at least it. Slow down, whatever corruption was happening, but it was still happening.
3: Yeah.
0: Maybe it's sort of like, um, because there's there's that like big bang, right? So like the Ambrosial Arbor just like it's revived, everything's great, and then maybe it's it's sort of like the Stellaron almost acts as like a wish happens, right? Because that's that's the same thing that they saw on Urilos Six. They they wished for a way to sort of stop the invasion. And the solution to that was freeze everything out. The Sanctus Medicus are wishing for a way to revive the Arbor. It happens. But then, like, sort of the the wish just slowly corrupts after the big bang of, like, you get your thing. Now everything's terrible. I mean, I I guess ultimately we just don't know how the Stellarons really function yet.
3: Yeah, thinking about it, there's a lot unanswered that none of this story quest answered at all <laughs> I mean I guess I wasn't really expecting it to answer much because the stellarons are so central to the story overall so revealing too much about them this early would be kind of weird I guess but yeah I'm not really sure what to expect with that
0: We uh, did at least seem to get some insights into uh who brought the stellaron though uh what yes. do people think about the uh the, the shackled prison scene?
3: Ah, uh, I wasn't expecting it at <laughs> all. I I just thought they were gonna drop that and have it come back later. I'm really glad that wasn't the case. Um very interesting.
1: So we did confirm that Rocha brought the Stellaron.
3: That was definitely the implication there in my opinion.
1: Then what, then is he working with Fantilia or is, or do they have a different agenda? Like, what's going on
3: there? I think it's a completely different agenda.
0: And Fantilia was just taking
1: advantage, like a different faction.
0: Yeah. So, like, the, the what I took away from it is Jing Yuan knew what was going on the whole, the whole time, right? Because, as he does. <laughs> yeah. Cause like he was looking at Luocha. He's just like, I knew who you were. I knew what was going on. Like, you're going to pay for this. And Luocha just calmly is like, you know what? My power comes from the abundance, but I'm going to destroy the abundance anyway. And, like, you're going to be part of it. Uh, and then just to have Jing Lu come in, you could see that, like, how much that threw Jing Yuan off balance. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Expression yeah. changes. It's just like, like that was great.
3: <laughs> it was good to see him, like so caught off guard he's been so calm and collected this whole time because as you said it's really been very much that he's understood everything that's going on and was just okay with everything going on basically like just stepping in where he felt necessary but that was truly the first time i feel that we'd seen him get shaken like that
0: hmm
1: I Which I really no appreciated. Yeah, no, it was a great, it was an absolutely great moment to see, to see that, because, it, again, it's it's kind of satisfying to see someone who you feel like is totally, like, got everything under control, to see them being like, oh, God, maybe I don't. Right. What if you also thought that she was dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm I mean, sure he killed her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, so, we thought we, she's yeah. dead from that, from the uh, yeah. YouTube video they put out.
1: Yeah. do do we? I still don't understand how this fits in with the Fantilia story. Like, tune in for one point four patch. I just, what,
3: I yeah, I have a did feeling the
1: Stellaron just show no. up and Fantilia was like, take advantage of it. Like, like what, what exactly? Like, how are those two things?
3: I think that's what it is. I I do think it was more of a like a co- thing of convenience for them, basically. But I have a feeling in the next planet we go to. We're gonna see more of them
0: i I actually think it's a little i think it's a little bit different I think that um I think that uh Fantilia and Luocha were working together to some extent and I, I, and my thought is that Fantilia thought that she was you know more or less pulling one over on Luocha, but Luocha and like you know Jing Lu and the others are playing some five d chess and they're just <laughs> and they're just like yeah sure like we'll do what you want sounds good we'll you know pretend to be your pawns cuz we have agendas that you can't even see right now like that that's that's what i'm taking away where they allowed themselves to you know be portrayed as pawns because it's helping them accomplish other agendas
3: that's an interesting thought too i could see something like that for sure
1: i don't know they, a lot of people died on the law food.
3: No, a lot of people died. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, you know, it's one thing to be like, I'm putting one over in you and you're like, Yeah, but you killed a bunch of people in the process. Like, oh. Well, I guess well, it depends if the,
3: the ends justify the means to them.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I almost wonder if maybe like if Cinctominas like contacted Luocho to smuggle the Stellaron in, but I don't know like who who got that
1: who ordered the Stellaron. And then I'm potentially would be some link between the Stellaron and Hunters and the world changing Like I I, 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 I don't think surprised. so. It, it, it's too convenient, right?
2: No, I feel like they're just a separate faction than uh the Stellar and hunters and
1: Luocha. I don't know. Like the Stellar hunters wanted to form an alliance between the uh you know the Luafu and the the uh Astral Express the way to make that happen is to get the Stellaron on the thing and have Kafka not know how it got on there, so that she could be interrogated. You know, I,
0: like I, I don't. I don't think that the. I don't think that it's the Stellaron hunters made that happen. I think it's just that the Stellaron hunters already knew that a Stellaron was going to be there, and by putting you know the Astral Express in that situation, it was going to end up with the Astral Express getting the jade apicus and the right to call the Law Fu for help, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So that's a so my thought is potentially did the stellar on hunters know about luocha and Liu's fan? Did they purposely kind of interfere?
2: Yeah, they interfered to get the best possible outcome.
0: Yeah, I, I suspect that they only care about it to the extent that it creates certain outcomes, right? Right. It's one, one of the things that we hear from Kafka all the time is, like, if it's not in the script, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so it it could be that, like, Elio doesn't know about that stuff, but he doesn't care because things are going to happen. But whatever he is working towards, it's irrelevant. Yeah, it's what matters. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's true too. So many questions.
2: <laughs> Elio is the real person playing 5D chess. But the other question is Who's he playing against?
3: For like half a second while I was watching that end scene there, I was like, Oh, it's Luocha for like half a second. That would have been wild. Just so wild. Yeah, he's in the coffin. He's in
2: the coffin.
0: Uh, and, and Andrew, you, you posed a a good question that I think is worth touching on. Uh like if Elio is playing 5D chess, who is he playing against? That's that's a great question.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> like he could he I that's assuming he has an opponent rather than pose of just like trying to like I feel like his goal is to revive uh what is it, Naki? That's that's my assumption. Like that's his ultimate end goal. But he tries to kill a nuke on as a as a result result of this whole mess, cause he's really causing a lot of trouble at the moment.
3: We will, eventually.
2: Who knows if this is
0: another, you know, opponent also trying to take advantage of Anuk doing things. Yeah. Yeah, like is, is this is this a war against the IPC? Is this a, a war against the Aeons? Is this trying to make himself into an Aeon? Like, yeah, it's uh it's interesting. So beyond uh sort of saying goodbye uh, to Law Fu, we also got uh, the very beginnings of where we're soon going to be saying to uh, saying hello to the uh, prison world of Panacone <laughs> and uh, for, for those of you that are, are reading it you know, this this prison world of, of Panacone, it's definitely not Penal Colony <laughs> there, there was uh, yeah so that, that's like some some deep. Oh, yeah, that that's some deep games workshop level naming stuff.
3: <laughs> Truly.
0: Uh, what what are people hoping for uh,
2: for, for this world? Well, apparently we're going to at least maybe learn more about the IPC, perhaps.
3: The Although family. Maybe it's now,
2: <laughs> since it's run by the family. Yeah, I'm maybe. curious
3: about the family. Remember, you I want to know the pizza the shop family. they're running. I want to know how good their <laughs> pizza is. I mean, um, I want to know what's going on on the planet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see sort of like a, a a planet formally you know run by the ipc like what what that's looked like and what it has you know either evolved or devolved into the other interesting thing i'd like to point out is that probably we're going to get him yeah. as
2: our companion for this so you going to have a relationship with this planet that we'll find out or maybe just like what's her take on it it's going to be
0: yeah i, I love the idea of uh spending more time with her and bring her along uh I, I have Himiko and her light cone, so she'll probably be in my party for at least some of the adventure. Cause I, I do enjoy having like the actual uh like characters that are supposed to be walking around in mm-hmm. the party, if possible. Like I, I had Velt with me uh most of the time in this this patch or th- this this planet, I suppose. I did um
1: Google the family. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and um I don't know if this is interesting at all but the 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 mediation light cone is supposedly maybe a picture of the family oh. doing music
2: I mean that is something I enjoy it was like how they foreshadow with their light cones as concept it's mm-hmm. like weaponizing concept art to
1: new characters new you can see it's a little girl it's it looks like one of the um boxians and then a robot guy all playing music together so it's very curious to see what that might mean
0: that would be that would be really cool i'd loved if we would um s- sort of learn more about uh future planets in that that way where we're able to dig through lore or you know little little tiny reveals that don't tell us too much
1: i i mean i'm just reading the description of the icon. A drop of strength condensed from the time from time itself. All the seemingly insignificant moments come together to form the magnificent choir of fate. And then there's this quote: "What can be more joyous than purging disharmony?" That sounds very ominous. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like we're going to be, uh, you know, going down there and finding a cult.
0: It's it's sort of like uh, when when you first meet the whoever the the big bad guys are in a Pokemon game it's just like oh man wouldn't the world be so much better if everyone other than pokemon were destroyed like (laughs) (laughs) like, wouldn't the world be so much better if it was covered in water and there was no land life it's like what what
3: yes absolutely (laughs) team aqua for life over here
2: Uh (laughs) wouldn't it be cool if we were just super fashionable
3: listen x and y was a game (laughs) God.
0: It's 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 always so much fun when it's just like, why is no one else seeing the villain over there? It's clearly them. No, no, no. no. They're, that's they're just Jerry.
3: Old. He just likes the water.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm sure any minute now, you know, they're going to be posting more like complete story exposures on Twitter or something like that. I really hope that we don't see a complete overview of um, like what uh, Pinaconi is going to be in the like 1.4 like patch show. Like I, I do feel that like the 1.2 patch maybe told us too much of the story. Like I want them to hold back. Hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll be finding out more about the family uh, uh, very soon. Uh before we start to wrap up there is one thing that we wanted to uh talk a little bit about which was uh Tony's mirror team. So we've been chatting a little bit in our Discord and I know that uh Andrew and, and Tony had gone over uh his, his team a, a whole lot. What 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 did you two find? I mean
1: Andrew gave me some really good pointers. One was I um that I could probably more efficiently level up the artifacts that i have if i do them in increment levels of three i had been kind of just randomly deciding what i was going to level up depending on what i had and what seemed to be the most value but if you increment to a level of three you get a new stat or at least a stat bump on your subsets Uh, and i realized that was probably more of an efficient use of my um you know uh, Relic XP. So I was able to go, and and the other thing I realized, and this was stupid, I was often leveling up like one artifact all the way to fifteen before leveling up the next artifact to level fifteen, and I realized I could probably get more value even, but just by like leveling up all the artifacts to like six, which mm-hmm. is like not particularly expensive, and then some to nine and, and so on. Um, the my my Kafka and Jingwang are totally not a problem um the uh those are my two dps units as much as you complained about jennyan he was he seemed pretty uh well suited i mean he's maxed out right like he's just totally maxed out um the bigger the the bigger issue i seem to have is a combination of survivability and um you know being able to do damage on both sides and i will say this i i i i was complaining and whining about it but i hadn't really gone back and done the um the the you know the uh the mirror since i had gotten kafka which was which was i should have done it and i i had only fairly recently got her and i went back and it was a huge difference right like i was no longer stuck with you know a team of like um Luoja, welt clara and you know uh asta or something like that where none of them were characters i had been focusing on or developing um the other thing i realized was that um i i did i don't i just didn't have any artifacts on natasha and i i needed to fix that um so it was really just bad build choices um i i I think the the biggest thing was i have my two dps's in really good state I needed to spend some time on my supports to kind of get them a little bit more balanced because I and I uh, this I have like a, I use the Ascension Planner in uh starrailstation.com and uh, I had been just focusing on one character at a time and that was just not an efficient use of my resources. So I think those are the two big things. The other thing was was to kind of focus on Clara as well as like a secondary DPS that doesn't doesn't take a ton of skill points that was another issue that I was having is secondary sources of damage that did not, that were not skill point heavy. Um, the other thing I see about Clara is just also, she
2: functions as a defensive, mm-hmm. like most. So she kind of draws a lot of heat off other people in your team, as well as also providing a lot of damage in the, as well.
1: Result of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think, um, her Clara and the actually work really well together. Um,
3: yes, they do.
1: <laughs> yep. So, Basically, what I I have been kind of doing is doing like a uh, like a Kafka team with Natasha that just kind of kills everything really fast because um, Kafka is now my best DPS. And then on the other side, I have Xiguan who will he's really good at breaking. I have Claire as like a secondary, and the welcher keeps everybody alive, and that's usually enough to get through like most of the content up to like level. I think I got through like level level five, so I'm on level six now the memory of and
2: that's where it starts getting hard I think level six is when incivi in the two, two different like mm-hmm. battles you have to fight one battle three
1: so you get to use less techniques yeah or the like, moves which kind of also hurts yep the other the other thing I'm considering and I want to get your folks take on this I have about 200 passes uh so I have a lot of uh star rail passes and, you know, the latest news I've heard is that Lune is like the best character in the game.
0: I believe it's pronounced Cooler Donhung. Yes, correct. Cooler and edgier. As much as
1: I want to save for Nimby, Numby or whatever. Numby. Numby. I'm wondering if that would be a mistake to. Because I did not get Sila. And. My only two DPSs are Jing Wong and uh, Kafka, uh, and Clara potentially. Clara, she but can she, do is like a, I consider her kind of like a secondary DPS. Like I don't think I don't know that I could. Do you think she could be the primary DPS on a team? Uh,
2: I definitely use her as my primary DPS for my because I really only have one good DPS, Saily, and then I use Clara as my secondary DPS because I don't have many other choices.
1: So now I'm actually curious. Who do you who do you care? Clara with? Like ten Young. So you give ten Young, uh, Clara, and like Luoja, and then uh, who's your other slot?
2: Like, uh, it depends on like what element I might need. It could be Pela, it could be someone else. Like I, I don't really have too many good choices through, but... Yeah.
1: And on the other side, you have Sila and... Silverwolf. So, yeah, so that's pretty damn good.
2: And Natasha, and then perhaps like either Firetura Blazer
1: or or whatnot and, and you have all those characters leveled up to like 70 ish uh 70 or 80 okay uh, most of them are you're 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 ahead you're ahead of me I, I i for some reason i'm behind on i'm like my characters just are lower leveled at this point i just think i just need to continue working on them like i have if you look at my all my characters all of them are 70 80 so on but it's just i don't have the relics i don't have the talents the skills leveled up the same way Like well, let say i only have four characters at 80 everyone else is 70 yeah but like even like looking at my wealth right i got my wealth at 80 80 and i got his cone at 80 80 but his uh skill and ultimate are at six and i don't particularly have i don't think i particularly have good relics on him
2: yeah i probably definitely been trying to focus more on relics perhaps to my detriment because i have over a thousand still Despite my best efforts. Yeah,
1: I, I actually don't... I don't know. I think I've I, i, think I, I, I I've been focusing on the other things, which are more guaranteed improvements. Um, There's diminishing returns with all these things. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm surprised that you don't have more 80s, though, because I, I also focus primarily on like traces, leveling up, and getting cone levels up. And uh, I've got... Tons of 80s, lots of traces. I don't think anyone has traces under level six. Oh, and, you know and what? Any, I, anyone that I use is at least is at least 80. Let me.
1: Oh, this is gonna. This is gonna be an embarrassment. Um, how many uh those trailblaze power repositories do you have? Oh, the fuel? Yeah, the fuel. Uh, I think i have like... Tw-
0: yeah, probably a, lot, probably a lot fewer than you, because I'm guessing uh, Andrew and I spend ours, and you probably don't spend yours.
1: <laughs> I think that might be the
0: problem. Uh, hold on, I'm looking it up now. So, I'm sitting on 25. Okay, that's a decent amount. Yeah, I've
2: generally not been precious with those. If i like, oh, I need some right now, I'll just...
1: Right, Do where, it. Where, where are they? But
0: I've I've definitely used a lot of them, like certainly well over a hundred. Yeah, I only I have
1: ninety three, and that's all I've ever gotten.
0: Oh, you? I I don't think I've oh, ever you... spent them. Yeah, you should be spending them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I was just like, I'll oh, I'll hold off until I'm like higher level, and then I I'll be honest, I might have forgot about them. Um.
2: I've tried to not use them for relics because of the uh, potential for not getting anything useful out of them, but generally speaking, I've been using them. Oh, you know what
1: else I haven't done anything with? Uh, Relic remains and self-modeling resin. I should probably use those for something. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've only
0: used, like, two self-modeling resins because they're more rare, but... um... It's a good way to get primary stat. All right, I got a question for you guys. I got a question.
1: I have not used those out at all, actually. I'm going to do something right now, live. Live, guys. You're spending all those passes? No, I just just realized (laughs) that I have exactly 600 Undying Starlight. I think I did a 10-pull last night and got to 600. So, uh, what should I get? as the light cone, the, the five-star light cone in the Starlight Exchange.
2: I mean, the cl- light cone I got when I had 600 was Clara's light cone. Is it good?
1: I think it's, it's, it's good. good on Clara. <laughs> yeah, so here's the here's here's the problem. I already have a five-star destruction light cone on Clara.
2: That didn't stop me. Really? Well, are you talking about the one from the Simulated Universe? Yeah. Yeah, I ended up giving Claire her own one because the other ones didn't really help me out as at all. But it all really depends on who you have and what their current light cone is, and what would give you the most bang for the buck.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Do you think uh, on the fall of an Anne at eighty is better than Claire's signature light cone at eighty? And not really is it better because I'm sure it's better. Um, it, it's more like it would uh, would it be a a bigger upgrade overall to get, for example, like Welt's light cone.
0: The the thing that you have to be considering anytime you're swapping a light cone like that is you're not just gaining a light cone for that character. You're potentially mm-hmm. giving another fully leveled five-star Five star. light cone to someone else. So like, I think that's the, the frame that you need to be considering. Yeah, no. Thinking- uh,
1: totally, totally accurate. Except oh. I don't. I mean, the, I guess the the next best destruction character I have would be Susheng, and I don't really use her. She's ha- she's the hunt. Oh, she's the hunt. Who's the who's the? Why do I think she's destruction? Xingchai. No, Xingchui is erudition, right? Blade? Oh, erudition. Okay. Arlen isn't is Arlen destruction? Yeah, but I'm not going to use Arlen. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm just saying. Who else? Come
0: on, man. No, nobody uses Arlen. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, like straight up uh i can't give you advice on this because i am sitting on uh 768 undying starlight and i have been agonizing over this
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> who are who, who are you considering like what what which ones are you are thinking about so I, i'm not even just considering the light cones because i've also uh spent some of my uh my my undying starlight previously to get more eidolons. Mm. Oh,
1: so, for four stars.
0: Yeah, because because the the thing is, if it's getting you to like, um, uh, what is it like the odd or the even number? Even number? I don't know. When, or it depends. Like, yeah. some of them are good, some of them not. Well, that's the thing. There, there's the ones that are stat boosts, and those those are trash. And then there's the ones that are like functionality boosts, and I can't remember if they happen at even or odd numbers. But uh, it might be
2: well, it might be both because some of them have really good E ones or some might be like, I think it's, I
1: think it's one, two, five, I oh, think it's you one, turn two, March into a one, two, four, and six are the ones that give you functionality boosts.
0: Yeah. So if, yeah, if you're getting like one, two, four or six, I think it becomes a hard, um, uh, sort of decision.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know. I, I think that it's a, it's a rare enough resource that if. You don't need it. It might be worth just holding on to. So if your teams are doing what you need, and you're not going to be able to put the other light cones somewhere else, maybe maybe hold on to it. Uh, like I, I know I certainly go out to um, Pride Win and stuff like that, and there's often uh, simulations that will tell you what you're going to see in terms of a difference for some of those characters. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's it's going to be like, okay, the character will do 8% more damage. It's like, I don't care about 8% more damage because if I can get a really good idol on, and, you know, maybe it's very team enhancing, like my team is going to do yeah. 20% more damage or one character can do 8% more. Like it's, it's a challenging trade-off. Because mm-hmm. certain, and I know for me, at the beginning I was just like, you should only buy five star light cones. Now I'm not so sure.
1: Yeah, because you 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 can. I mean, me. I've only
2: bought one uh, character off, uh, and that was just the uh, March for getting your e6 because it turns into a very bad healer, which was useful for me at that moment because I didn't have a second healer.
0: You know what we can do here, because I don't think we're gonna get to an answer. No, but we no. do have we do have a whole lot of listeners, so I'm gonna set up a poll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What 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 light cone should uh, Tony be be going after, or should he be spending on something else?
2: Star passes for more cool edgy, Dan. And
3: feel free to leave a comment on what he should be spending on if it is something else. <laughs>
2: I mean, I know I also did it for Clara's light because she pretty much is my second DPS for my non saly team. So it, it does help me out there a
0: bit more. Also, we don't want to make Clara cl- cry. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll be looking forward to the answer soon. I think that's going to be all for uh, Trailblazer talk today. As always, if you'd like to interact with uh, us in the show, you can send us an email over at trailblazer.talk.podcast at gmail.com. Send us a a tweet on Twitter at Star Rail Podcast. Or send us a comment through our uh, Spotify channel. All that being said, we hope you have a uh, great week out there blazing those new trails. We'll see you again next time. Bye, all.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.